Well then, a warm welcome to podcast 12. Um, a very, very quiet one, or it might seem. Uh, I'm here by myself. Um, Chris is on holiday, having a lovely time away in Crete uh, with his girlfriend, Jess. So yeah, you've been left with me all by myself this week. So I thought what I could do is I could take the opportunity. We are 12 podcasts in. Um, some of you may follow us on Instagram. Some of you may not. Some of you may just be finding us. So I thought, you know what? I'll jump in. We've got less banter today because I can't really banter with myself, can I? I could give it a go, but, you know, yeah, one of them. So I thought, you know what, I'll start off just by giving some of you guys like a, a bit of a background in terms of the RCA method, the way how we work with clients at RCA to give you a bit of a deeper insight because I don't feel many people always like fully understand or grasp it, but it's it's a it's a real holistic approach that I've basically developed over, well, what, nearly 12 years now. And, and, you know, a method that's forever changing. But in terms of it, you know, what do we actually look at? And I think the key thing that I want you to think about from this podcast and really take away some value from it is what could you be overlooking when it comes to your health? So many of us jump into this fact of going, right, do you know what? I just need to train more. I just need to eat less when it comes to losing body fat. All right, well, that's great. But what about all the other health factors? So let's take you into the RCA method. How does it stand right now? We've got your mindset, which is your control panel, okay? If you're not in the right place mentally, then that's the area where we need to focus first. So the mindset is the control panel. If you imagine underneath that, you've got three little boxes. Let's say bottom left over here, we've got exercise. That's your body's movement, which is a main requirement. On the right-hand side, you've got sleep, which is the body's recovery. And in the middle, you've got nutrition, which is the body's fuel. These are the four key pillars that we work around at RCA. Okay, so mindset's the control panel, and then you've got training, you've got nutrition, and you've got your sleep. Okay, and each one stands for those individual things. Control panel, exercise or movement. Okay, in the middle, you've got your fuel, and at the bottom uh, right corner, you've got your recovery. So when we look at these things, we want you to think pretty much, okay, well, where's the main area that I need to focus right now? Okay, is it on my sleep, right? And a lot of people don't look at these things, but is the reason why you're struggling to train and enjoy your training and progress with your training because your sleep is poor, okay? Or that's been massively affected, is the reason that you're overeating and struggling to manage your nutritional intake because, again, your sleep is poor? Or maybe because you're overtraining and you've got that compounded with the stress from your general life. So that's leading to these higher cravings, potentially. So what I want you to really think about is where are you at? And the reason I say this is this method has been designed because we know that when we look at an individual client, if I've got someone whose head is at sixes and sevens, I'm not telling them to go and train four times a week, three times a week. I'm not telling them, go track your food. You've got to do this, right? I'm speaking to them about what's going on with their mindset. Because once we get the control panel functioning, and then we start getting them sleeping right, and then we start getting them moving that little bit, and then we improve their nutrition. Once everything, once these four houses are in a good place, what will happen is the fuel, the nutrition that you put into yourself will help you recover better. 
okay? And you'll sleep better. The fuel that you put into yourself will help obviously improve your mindset, the better quality food we eat. Have you noticed how your thought processes improve as well? you will perform better cognitively and then the better fuel you put in, you will also be able to train more effectively and efficiently, which is ultimately what you want. All right. And I think that's a great thing to put across is that we are not just a fat loss company. Uh, we are a health company. Uh, you know, we, we want to improve the physical and mental well-being of every individual's lives that we physically touch. And I know that we do that. So that's a little bit about the method. Okay, and how that kind of like pieces together. Um, and what you want to look at, like I say, is imagine all four of those as a house that's burning down. Okay, which one is the actual house that's burning down and which one just has a tiny little fire in it right now? Because the one that you want to attack is the one that's got the house that's burning down. And hopefully there's other areas in there that you now understand and you go, hmm, that's interesting. I've never taken a look at my sleep. Okay, I've never thought about my psychology. Let me give you a little tip here. Any result that you achieve in life, be it health and fitness, be it in your relationships, be it in your career, like that 80% of it will be down to psychology, 20% of it will be down to strategy. The main reason why people never achieve what they set out to achieve is never usually the strategy, okay? It is, you know, eight times out of 10, 80%, it is eight times out of 10 down to the individual's psychology. Think about anything that you've struggled with in the past now, and then think, was it actually the strategy or was it my psychology? It could even be a little mixture of both, but I guarantee you the psychology has played a big, big part. So yeah, take that away. Hopefully that's really helpful and really valuable to you. Now, another little area that is often overlooked and never thought about is an individual's identity. Okay. So that's something that I wanted to touch on because when you go on from the, when you move on from the method there, a little area that I've missed off, to be fair, is on from that method, you've got those four key pillars. All of those pillars are established by your habits, which are shaped by your environment. So the people that you hang around with, you know, your workplace, the friends, where you spend most time. Um, do you constantly, you know, go shopping and sitting in an environment, for example, where there's, you know, all these fast food chains? All of this kind of thing, like what is actually around you? Do you enjoy the place where you work? Do you enjoy the gym that you train in? Do you enjoy the people that you spend time with? Or are you actually in an unsupportive environment to the outcome that you ultimately want to achieve? So that'll obviously backtrack because your environment will set you up for success with your habits and your habits will help you crush all of those four key pillars and get them to exactly where you want to get them to. And that then leads us into your identity. So understanding your identity why is this so important like have you ever sat back and actually thought who am i this was something that i did i was like you know who actually am i like you know what do i value um what kind of person am i what what are my traits that are within me and this is all going to make massive massive sense to you in a second so a lot of people when they go through health journeys they they yo-yo, right? I don't care if that's fat loss. I don't care if that's adding muscle tissue. I don't care if that just means that, yeah, I'm just going to start training to improve my general health. Whatever it is, they yo-yo. And what I mean by that is they go through phases. People go through phases. Yeah, yeah, I'm training regularly. I'm loving it. And then they stop. And then they, you know, and then they go back into it again. And then they stop. And the same thing with, you know, with fat loss. They lose weight. They gain weight. They lose weight. They gain weight. So my question was, why do, why do these people Yo, why do they just not stick to it? 
Like what, what's actually going on? Now there's many factors behind it, but one of the greatest things I found was identity. Most of these individuals were just focused on the outcome, right? I want to lose weight. Okay, cool. That's great. We'll stick with that. Okay, I want to lose weight. That's the outcome. How much do you want to lose? Yeah, I want to lose like, you know, six stone. Great. All right, cool. What are you going to do? I'm just going to train more and I'm going to eat less, right? I'm giving a real basic example here. Awesome. So that's all these individuals did. Some people didn't even train more. They just ate less, nothing, thin air. Um, and they wonder why performance dipped. So that was my key question. It was like, I've got to get to the bottom of this. What am I missing? And naturally, like you've just found out, it came back to psychology. It came back to the psychology of the individual. By being outcome focused, okay, you can't see the whole scoreboard. Now, it's great to see that you've got, uh, it's great that you've got a target to move towards and a goal and all of that. But you have to be wary of who you actually are. Because what happens when you achieve that goal? I don't know if anyone here has heard of gold medal syndrome, but do the background research on it. The majority of athletes, I can't remember what the percentage is, I think it's 90 something percent, 90 something percent of athletes, when they achieve that gold medal, they suffer with depression because they've hit their goal and they're like, what now? And this is the biggest thing that I realized. I was like, there's a, there's a disconnect here. Like there is a disconnect and we've got to have more to life than these outcomes. And what we will look at here is the identity of the individual. So what helps you get to that outcome is you actually being strategy focused, okay? And questioning, is my strategy working for me? But it's actually not focusing on the external. The outcome is external. We want to bring you all the way back to the internal, which is your identity. Have you ever looked internally, like I say, at your traits? So I'm going to actually go through with you the 10 most common traits that we picked up from clients who went through transformations with us. When they started, they were excuse makers. Okay, they would literally throw an excuse at everything. They were inconsistent. They were unorganized. They were lazy. They were very reactive. Okay, they were dishonest. They were never on time to things. They were negative in their mindset. They were unhealthy and they were weak. Okay. And that's not me being brutal, by the way. These have actually come out of their mouths. That's what they've physically, you know, gone through and gone, do you know what? This was me. All right. Because this is a task that we get clients to, to actually run through. So have a little think now. What are the identity traits that you're showing? to be true about yourself and your identity. If someone was to look at you, would they go, you know, like let's say close friends, close family, would they be like, oh, God, you know, they're such an excuse maker. Have you seen how inconsistent they are? Oh my God, have you seen how lazy they are, right? Flipping egg. Have you noticed how they're always so reactive? They just never seem in control like that. Yeah, do you know? They're, um, they're really dishonest. You could tell out like, you could tell outright that they were lying about that, right? What can, you know, oh, wow, they're so negative. How would people describe your identity and how would you describe your own? This is incredibly powerful for you because if you can change your internal, if you can change your identity, the person that you believe you are, right, you will then start to arrive at your outcome. 
And this, because changing your identity is going to help you create and action a strategy, which means that then you will be on the right trajectory to achieving your outcome. If you're outcome focused, you're, all, you're always focused on that scoreboard. Give you a relation here, a football manager. If a football manager is outcome focused and he literally just stares at the scoreboard, don't get me wrong, a football manager will want to win the game. But if he focuses on the scoreboard and goes, why is my team not winning? How come they're not winning? What he's not doing is he's not looking at his players on the pitch to see why the strategy isn't working potentially and to see how he can change the strategy to help them move forwards, knowing that the identity of his players is, is that, you know, that they are winners, okay? They are action takers. And that's what I'm going to take you into now is these are the identity traits of the individuals, okay, who got through the transformation, came out the other end and was like, wow, like I'm in an insane place now. Like how did that happen? Their identity internally changed. They still arrived at their outcome, but they were focused on living life by their identity, by the person that they wanted to become, which helped them implement their strategy to arrive at their outcome. Okay. So they were action takers. Okay. Forget the excuses. They started taking action. They went from being inconsistent to being consistent. That helped, obviously, with having a strategy that worked for them in their lives. They went from being unorganized to being organized. Helpful, right? Helps you save time, helps you de-stress, helps you feel in a place of control, okay? They went from being lazy to being disciplined, right? I can't be asked doing that. Do you know what? It might be a bit of a day where I don't feel myself, but I know that I'm the kind of person who's disciplined and I'm going to show up today. They went from being reactive to proactive. By the way, this is a great nugget for you. The people who get the best transformations and who really do completely transform their life for good, they, are, they, they become proactive. They start thinking ahead and looking at their weeks and social events in advance and putting a plan of action in place, okay, so that they can be the best that they possibly can be. They went from being dishonest to honest, okay? A lot of people um, are dishonest through fear of uh, it's more like it's guilt, it's shame. Um, and one of the, I think one of the best things that I know that we do um, at RCA, you know, myself and Chris, is we help the individuals feel at ease. And, you know, it's just like, look, guys, like there's nothing to be dishonest about. We understand where you're feeling. We're not here to judge you. We're here to help you. Um, but we can't help you if you don't tell us the truth. And I learned this from Matt Middleton, actually. He said, if, if somebody tells you a lie, then your feedback back to them becomes a lie, which means the result that, that that individual's getting is a lie. So that individual, if they're being dishonest, is not going to get the, the result or the outcome that they ultimately want because, you know, us guys as coaches, we don't have the relevant data to be able to feed back honestly to the best of our knowledge to help this individual improve and change their life. So honesty, holding your hands up with someone who's empathetic. Um, I actually, I use the thing of the truth will set you free. Like when you hold your hands up and you say, do you know what? I've just not been doing this and this and this, or, you know, that didn't work for me in that. Brilliant. That's where a good coach can then work with you on, in, on putting something in place that does work for you, understanding your situation. And when you are honest, believe you and me, a huge weight will be lifted off your shoulders. The individuals went from being never on time to being punctual. 
they went from being negative to having a more positive mindset. Just whilst I touch on that, I don't mean all this who harsh it. Okay. They literally just went to having a more positive frame of mind. They could reframe situations that in the past, you know, that, you know, like negative things happen, right? We all have challenges and things that we're facing, but they went on down a path of being able to reframe those negative situations and turn them into a positive light. Like what's the benefit of this? Like, what can I do with this next time to potentially improve it further, et cetera? So they go down that kind of route. Unhealthy, so obviously healthy. And they went from being weak to becoming resilient. We used to have strong in for that word. But when resilience came in, I was like, that matches up way more with the way how that, that individual has come out the other end. They've come up strong. In, in life, there are so many different factors that are going to test you as a human being. And if you don't build up resilience, what will happen is you will bow down to every single obstacle that gets presented to you. You will bow down to it and you will crumble. What you've got to do is look at those situations and bit by bit, start to piece yourself back together. I'm not saying that you're going to become resilient overnight. You know, these transformations, they're like, you know, six months plus. The average person is around 10 months in terms of a full physical and mental transformation. With us, it is around that 10-month marker, you know, depending on the individual starting point. But becoming resilient takes time, okay? And it takes you basically going through that personal development, digging deep. Now, what I want to touch on is you might think, oh, my gosh, so I just have to flip over to this person who's this action taker. No, look, there's times when myself, Chris and clients where we still make the odd excuse. We're still inconsistent. We're still lazy. Right. At times. The idea behind this is that it becomes the majority vote for you. So every time you take action and you're, you become the action taker and you show that trait, you can give yourself a mark. OK, so what's the person that you want to be? What we're almost looking for is a bit like nutrition. We're looking for an 80 20 ruling. If 80 percent of the time you are um, the action taker, the consistent, organized, disciplined, honest, punctual, et cetera, individual, and you're doing that 80 percent of the time and 20 percent of the time, you know, you sit down on sofa, you watch Netflix, you show, yeah, God, I've been lazy tonight. Right. Uh, or something happens and you give it a negative response. You're like, God, I've been negative. Right. If that's 20% of the time, 80% of the time you're working towards that individual that you want to be showing those transformation traits within you, then guess what kind of trajectory you're going to be on. And by the way, this is a, a massive, massive point for you. Your trajectory is 10 times more important than your immediate result. Okay. If your immediate result, and I'll stay with the weight loss line, is to lose weight overnight, then I'll give you a tip. Eat nothing today. Eat nothing, drink water, okay? You'll feel like a bag of shit, okay? You won't have learned anything about yourself and you definitely won't have changed for good. But isn't the idea to change for life? It's not just to get a result just for a matter of days. Because once you change your life once, okay, for life, then you have a sustainable result and you know how to manage life 
and you are in more control. You are less stressed. You have more energy. You feel more confident, all of these things. So think of this like a general election, okay? It's about having the majority vote towards the person that you want to be, but it's okay for some of the other personality traits to still show up around 20% of the time so that we can ensure that you are on the right trajectory. If you live life by those personality traits that I've just read out and in that manner, then I guarantee you six months from now, your life is going to look considerably different to how it looks now. And remember, it's not about perfectionism. It's about recognition. Okay. Recognize the traits that you are showing on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. And understand how you can improve and just ask yourself, are you living life by the, by the values of the person that you want to become, by the identity of the person that you want to become? And then have you built a strategy out from that internal transition? Have you built a strategy out around that individual that makes everything achievable so that you can then be consistent, one of the key identity traits, to then arrive at your outcome? Guys, I hope this has been incredibly valuable <laughs> to you on that kind of gone like i said i said it was much more serious today or um less banter involved within it but yeah hopefully it's just a really cool message and you understand a bit more about the way how we coach uh, and also just take massive value away from this in terms of your identity and you know and the power of getting a result but the biggest reason why most people don't change is or only change you know temporarily and then yo-yo up and down no matter what their goal is because they only ever look at the external and they never dig deep within themselves to change their internal the moment that you start looking at your identity and changing your internal will be the moment that your life changes for good. I hope you found this insanely powerful and helpful. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram. My Instagram is at robabbis.rca and Chris's is at chrismeek.rca. Um, and don't forget, you can download uh, our How to Drop Body Fat Whilst Living a Hectic Life. Literally, just drop us a DM, just say guide <laughs> like that. Drop the DM message guide on there and I will get that sent over to you. And like I say, please, if you've enjoyed this and you found some insane value from it and it's been really helpful, please help us out and share it to your stories, okay? Or share it anywhere across your social media in general. The more shares we get, the more people's lives we can affect. And at the end of the day, I'm sure you can agree. If this has helped you, I'm sure it will help someone else's life. And if you can improve someone else's life, it's going to give you huge value and fulfillment as well. Thanks for listening, guys. And I'll be back next week with Chris and a special guest. See you then.